Yellow. Look to the skies, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's not. It's the Great Emberless Podcast, a very unorganized podcast where we talk about gaming, movies, shows, and everything in between. I'm Josh. You're also Josh. I I want to start off this episode with a proposition that you may or may not get offended with. I'm ready, question mark. Okay, all right. So it, it's no surprise to both of us and those who, who choose to listen that a significant event is, is coming up. It's it's within a week and a half or so away, um, and so you're in preparation. You're in you're in like meditation mode. You're getting ready, but also you know as as we as we continue to do the podcast and we look forward, we don't want to dominate. You know we don't want to get dominated with the the excitement, and you know we want to be open minded to other things, and you know just talk about whatever. So I yeah. I would like to suggest that we implement Mass Effect Minute. Uh, for, first correction, uh, it's five days, oh. not a week and a half. Oh, oh, goodness. All right. Yes. That's it? Mass Effect Minute. What, so I get a minute per podcast now? Is that the I, rule? I don't know. I don't know. I just, you know, maybe we, we start, you know, we, we give it we give it its proper time, and then maybe we talk about weird anime that may or may not be coming out that I have on my list. <laughs> well, first I want to talk about that uh, video I sent you. You did. Why don't? How about this? How about you... How about you preface what you sent me? Because I am only partially aware of what I watched. But why don't you go ahead and just go, go through your thought process there? So speaking of Mass Effect, it was a Mass Effect clip. All right, um, the timer has started. <laughs> <laughs> this was from Mass Effect 3. Uh, I won't go into spoilers uh, for anyone since the remaster is coming out. But basically, there's a Reaper, you know, it needs to be killed. And so Commander Shepard says, hey... We're on a planet full of giant monsters. Let's Pacific Rim this Reaper down. So I thought you'd get a kick out of that. It's kind of a Pacific Rim reference. I did get a kick out of it. And honestly, as I was watching it, I was I read the title and what what were they called? Thresher Maws? Is that what mm-hmm. they were? Yeah. Kind of like some 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 Dune type aliens. I was waiting for it to be a joke of some kind. Mm-hmm. Cause like the the title of it led me to believe that something like you know, outlandish was going to happen and mm-hmm. it never did. They just, you know, two monsters fought each other, very Pacific Rim ish mm-hmm. and um, no one died and they continued on their mission. So very, very interesting. Yeah. It's just one of the cool cinematics <laughs> from the third game. I just wanted you to see that because it's one of my favorite parts. It's I had very... a good time. I, I hope, I hope my reaction was, was everything you hoped and dreamed. Yeah. I thought you'd get a kick out of it. It's, it's pretty entertaining. I, if nothing less, I did get a kick out of it. So, yeah, I'm not going to talk too much about Mass Effect. I'm sure I'm going to have a whole lot to say on our next episode. So, Oh, um, Lord, yeah. Because it's when it comes out. But I will say that it's a uh, little over five days because it comes out on midnight of next Friday. So mm. it's technically mm. one day less than we thought. So it's mm. five days and a couple hours away uh, till I'm going to be spending all that next weekend playing it. And it's exciting. You've got I, plans. So... I did find out something about it. So it's not all just hype. It's all there's some news. Uh there's actually one DLC not going to be included from the first game. It's not story related at all. It's a very minor story where you just fight in like arena style matches against enemies that they took out because it was actually made by a separate studio that made it cuz during the time BioWare was ma- was making their second game. Mass Effect 2. So they had a separate company make the final DLC for the first game. So it's a bit different, and they didn't have uh, all the, the original code, so it's not going to be in there. But it's not major. 
though there was some people complaining about it, which I get. But in other news, and I won't spoil this for you, but I watched the first episode of Bad Batch. Yes, yes. I when you when you mentioned that prior to us hopping on, I literally was thinking this morning. I didn't. It wasn't thinking. It was more of a revelation. I was like, oh yeah, that's a show that's now available to me. Um, and I think it's it slipped through my grasp a little bit, only because it wasn't at the top of my radar over the past mm-hmm. couple of months, as far as leading up to it. Uh, but without spoilers, did you are you enjoying it? Have you watched it, both episodes? It, just the one? Just the first one. I'm going to watch the second one after this. It's really, really good. I mean, the production cool. quality is like leagues better because it's the same animation style as Clone Wars, right? It's the same development and the references to the Clone Wars and the theme and the characters. It was really, really good. And it's it, the production's even better than the Clone Wars. Great. It's great news. I did, I did look it up on, on Rotten Tomatoes for some reason about 30 minutes ago and it's i'm pretty sure that both both scores were like above 92 percent. it's so for the good. first two episodes yeah it's so well done and it's got everything and so it's set because i didn't know this was going to be the case and you probably already know this the time period is right at the revenge of the sith like at the end of revenge of the sith like they even mention Obi Wan Order sixty six, right? Right, yeah. Like that's literally the first part of the of the of the first episode. So spoilers. Well, that, that everyone knew that was that was what it was going to be, but oh. it's so that's the setting. So it's it's Clone Wars, but it's also not Clone Wars, and I won't go into any further detail than that. Um, but the characters are all really good. Uh, the animation quality is even better than Clone Wars. I thought. I mean, it's still the same style. They're, they're unique, cartoony-looking animation, which is really yes. cool. So, yeah, you should, definitely, you should definitely watch it. You'll like it. I I look forward to it. I, I really I really am. Really quick, as we're on the Star Wars train, um, I read on Comixology this week a... Hang on. It's... Uh, I can't remember if we talked about it in weeks past, but they, they have the new, quote-unquote, canon of Star Wars stuff coming out, the, the High Republic. Do you remember? High Republic? Is that like before or is that so the high, yeah the high republic in a nutshell takes place like way before phantom menace and all that um let me let me bring it up real quick because i found it really interesting i'm surprised they don't uh, so just call it old republic because isn't that no 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 this is the high high republic the high not just, so just this... go with it just go with it i'll have to look <laughs> yeah. this up <laughs> yeah I'll, let me bring it up because well i was gonna say there's a timeline included uh, and I thought it was interesting because it, it includes Mandalorian and everything too. Hang on. And so it's Ooh. after Old Republic, but before Phantom Menace. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Too many things happening. Hang on. <laughs> All right. So yeah, issue one. This is the one I read. Shut up. Don't laugh at me. Um, oh, because I'm, I'm, cur- I'm curious as to where this... Curious as to where this actually falls in line and why would they wouldn't just call it Old Republic because that was also... Yeah, I was just going to say new IPs. I was just going to be a turd. Hang on, sorry. This is taking longer than I anticipated. Um, Or is this uh, is this just what they're calling the Old Republic now? Because it's now the new canon. Uh, this is this is the High Republic. This is this, this is the official title. Um, I've never heard that term before, so this is something new they made up. Yeah, it is new. Because like I was going to say, there, there are book series, there's a comic series, there's like a children's series. Uh, I, I messed it up, so I can't freaking bring it up now. So I'm a loser and a fraud. Uh, but anyway, it was before 
it was it's before Phantom Menace, like before all the Skywalker saga. Yoda's okay. in there. I yeah, I, that's I found it. I found it. The High yeah, Republic. You should have just looked it up. The High Republic era was a period of time that lasted for around two hundred years, between approximately three hundred blah blah blah, in which the Galactic Republic was said to be at its height. So if Yoda, so it's it's definitely after the Old Republic, but it's before Phantom Menace. It's the period where Yoda's younger. And I stand corrected. Um, well, you said Yoda was in there. I did. Say, I did say Yoda was in there. I thought it was. Yeah, I don't know. There's too well, much Star Wars going on. No, but that's really cool because that's kind of when the Jedi were at their the peak of their power. This so this is before the Separatists. This was before all of that. Mm-hmm. The Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. were no Sith, though. I don't know. It's going to be interesting because when there's no war and there's no Separatists and there's no Sith, where's the tension? So I guess oh, they come tension. up. I'm sure there's some kind of a villain. Um, there's but, always tension, sweetheart. Yeah, so I think in the days of the higher public, the galaxy was not as settled as it is now. Areas like the Outer Rim were dangerous, hard to navigate. So the people of that time built a huge space station. Blah, 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 blah. Eventually, the fall of the Old Republic. Wait. I'm confused now. Wait, okay, yeah. Okay, the Old Republic is before... The Imperial era and the Clone Wars are after. Okay, that makes sense. So it is what I thought. Could you imagine how professional I would have sounded if I had all that memorized? It's, I mean, you were so busy looking for it, you could have just Googled it on Shut your phone. Up. <laughs> I, I know, I know. I, I jumped to too many conclusions. Um, but I did send you my my little uh, Comixology haul there. And by haul, I mean just three separate things that I'd purchased. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got I got that, star, that first Star Wars issue for free because it was part of that subscription. But... I also read Cyberpunk Trauma Team, um, and I want to quote you on this because I thought it was very entertaining. I, I, I sent you a screenshot of Cyberpunk Trauma Team, graphic novel, and you said something to the tune of, you hope it's not as buggy as the game or something like that. Yeah, I was really proud and of I, that one. I, you should be because I audibly chuckled to myself in my backyard while I was letting my dog out. So it was it was good. I, I Yeah, so it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, there's another cyberpunk series that just started as well on the graphic novel side of things that I look forward to reading as well because I like the lore. I like the vibe. Mm-hmm. I like the game when it works. Um, what else? Uh, yep, finished up Jupiter's Legacy. I think we talked about that a little bit ago. Uh, officially a Netflix show. I finished the show. Um, I enjoyed it. Although cheesy in execution at times, I thought it was fun. Uh, season two hopefully happens. Josh Dumal. So yeah, um, comics. I'm I'm getting back into them. So uh, I already told you that I finally finished the Mass Effect book series. I had never finished yes. the fourth book because when we went to Florida last year, or the year before, whenever that was, I think it was last year. Two years ago. Two, Two years, years ago. ago? Man, it's it wasn't crazy. Last year, nothing happened. Nothing happened last year. Oh, that's right, man. COVID just doesn't exist. So anyway, um, I finally finished the fourth book because I got a new job and during the training period, there's a decent amount of downtime. So. I'm reading in between uh, training sessions. And I finally finished it. I needed another book to read. So the first thing I did was, I haven't read the Mass Effect comics before. And I think I told you this. It's about the only bit of lore of the series that I had not memorized. I mean, I kind of proved it during that quiz. I have no life. Yeah, no kidding. Um, But so I went, those are actually going to come after the game does. So I'm a little disappointed in that, but. I'm going to be playing through the game multiple times through anyway, so I'm not worried. So I'll read all those, and I'm sure I'll enjoy them. 
I also started reading the Dragon Age books, and I did send a picture right. of that to you. Yep, um, yep, 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 yep. Also, Bioware, Dragon Age is fantasy and, and medieval setting. It's not science fiction like Mass Effect. Also, really good franchise. Um, it's not like it's not like Mass Effect where it's my favorite, but it is still up there, top twenty-five, you know, games of all time for me. Top twenty-five. You could just pretty much throw anything in there. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe I Spl- guess you- Splatoon. Splatoon is in there. <laughs> no, I've never even played Splatoon. But anyway, um, so I'm reading the Dragon Age book, and it's really good, and it got me wanting to play the first Dragon Age, which I guess I'll dabble in while I'm waiting for the uh, it that shall be not be named, I guess. Shut up. Shut up. You already broke code because you, you didn't throw in your Mass Effect novels in Mass Effect a minute, so it's okay. It's okay. Um, it's okay. Those uh, aren't you. You, won't, you didn't specify. I couldn't talk about books too. So uh, it, it's it's the it's the it's the property. Anyway, hang on. before we before we move on from books and comic books, let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Yes. Let me ask you this question. Um, what are your thoughts on? Uh, this isn't probably the prettiest way to word it, but buying the same product but in a different variant in any sense. So, prime example. <laughs> uh, Sarah and I went to Barnes and Noble mm-hmm. earlier today to get her a new book. Mm-hmm. She's reading, doing the thing, and I went to my side of the books, the fantasy and science fiction section. As I gleefully stroll up and down the aisle and, and look at all the pretty colors of cover art, and it caught my eye that there have, at least since the last time I was there, they have uh, newly acquired Lord of the Rings. Uh, the trilogy, but with cover art that I've never seen before. And I really like it. I have the original trilogy and different cover art variants. Mm-hmm. I'm not an idiot for wanting to buy the same book with different colors, right? That's a thing. That's a collector's thing, right? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, okay, it is. She, she's, she scoffed at me and told me to wait. So that's why I'm asking. <laughs> well, as far as I'm concerned, um, I, I, me buying the remaster for, re, for Mass Effect or buying a remaster of anything technically is that. I mean, I guess it's a little different, but collectors do that stuff all the time. I mean, and, we have and, and we have a cousin, ahead. we have a cousin Chris, you know, not brother Chris, a different Chris who different Chris who collects a bunch of different things too. It's what collecting is all maybe, about. Who maybe yeah, who maybe listens and who maybe doesn't. That's okay. I've, I'm pretty sure he does. I think he's one of our loyal he, listeners. You think so? I think so. Okay, I th- I thought that might have been true for the first two or three, but then I think he he might have found something. I don't know because no because he was commenting on the YouTube video for our Star Wars episode, and that wasn't like this, oh. that was like around fifteen or something. Oh my gosh! Well, let's hope so. Okay, cousin Chris, glad you're here. What do you think about Lord of the Rings? Buy more books or no? You continue though. Go ahead. I don't think there's any problem with buying Lord of the Rings books because that, it's a great franchise. It's a I don't want to say perfect because there's nothing that's perfect, but Lord of the Rings is as close as books have ever gotten to it. And I don't think that's a hot take. I think that's a pretty normal take. Wouldn't you agree? Um, Yes, but also, and I know he doesn't, I don't think he listens. So you know who you are for some godforsaken reason you're listening to this. I have a friend who I'm, I'm close with uh, who more or less says that the Lord of the Rings was the largest waste of nine hours of his life. And he, the movies specifically, and he had his reasons and, and everyone is entitled to their own reasons. It broke my heart. I'm praying for him. 
and I hope for the best. And we can he, leave it there. He, he definitely needs some prayer. Um, That's what so, I'm saying. <laughs> but no, I'm not everyone's into into medieval settings. But I think even beyond that, Lord of the Rings is like a, it's like a literal. It's a literal. It's a literary masterwork, if you ask me. I'm telling you, man. It's yeah. It's so we, yeah, good. We shouldn't dwell too long. I could keep going, but no. hey, side side note. Sorry to keep saying side note and all the rabbit trails galore. But uh, as I've been doing my 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 uh, hauls, I should find a different word because that's really not what it is. But my rummaging through digital comics, there are no Lord of the Rings slash Middle Earth graphic novels of any kind and i thought that was really interesting they're very protective of the ip which i i'm glad that but they're making a golem game <laughs> that is a little different i think the game rights pass around a lot i mean it's kind of the same thing with like how marvel lost spider-man to fox right how stuff just happens and i believe it background was deals was it sony pretty sure it's sony i don't know whoever whoever ruined spider-man for the first like three yeah. decades whatever yeah. the case though i will say though that with lord of the rings games even the odd ones are still pretty fun so they still but at the same time the difference between like a comic book a game is one thing because it's a different medium entire but comic book is still reading and so i'm, I'm guessing from their point of view they don't want the lord of the rings ip and world to be put onto graphic novel because not everyone respects it the same way. And I know sure. especially older folk aren't as into comics um, to them. It's not as good as a book. Like people in the literary world look down on, on comics. I've seen that before, which I don't agree with, but why, why is that? Why is that in a nutshell? Do you think that's just because it's, it's, they might think that it's dumbed down because of colors and, you know, I don't know, drawings and things like that. Or what are your thoughts on that? Probably. I, I would imagine that's part of it. When you look at people like like art critics or literary critics or, or people who are in that world who they're they, they they hold up their chosen hobby as like a career and it's like a super important thing to them, there's always a little bit of of narcissism in that that you can kind of see. Okay. Like, I mean, just look at Rotten Tomatoes and look at how many things on there the fans and the critics view it completely different. They just they're, they're right. They don't look at something for its entertainment value, its enjoyment, for how good it's crafted. It's all about the art of it, and and I think it's a distorted view of what art is. I think, but interesting. I'm no expert, but I, from what I've seen of it, um, Lord of the Rings to a literary person is a masterwork because it is. I mean, no, I don't. I'm not disagreeing there. It's amazingly written, and the fact that he read it, as, wrote read it. The fact that he wrote it at such a young age is incredible dude was a genius um but then graphic novels you know or originally they were designed for kids which is not all there's, there's definitely adult comics now so there's definitely they're not all for kids anymore but that was what I they have started which are graphic novels that show male body parts yeah yeah they're not all it's for not kids just anymore. male by the way not just male body parts yeah i, just I throw that in there so i mean <laughs> it's like any medium that starts out as a kid's medium that eventually grows like gaming gaming was just for kids originally um it was marketed for that. Not that it was made for kids, but it was marketed towards them at first. And so for a long time, people kept thinking it was a toy, which gaming is just a hobby like anything else. And and that's kind of what graphic novels started as. But they grew and they adapted and they're not all for kids anymore. Like you said, there are some comics that kids should not be viewing because of certain things. Some games kids should not be playing. And uh, it's it's... It's what it is. I mean, there, there was a time when rock music was seen as this thing that 
rebellious kids devil. listen to. That that devil music and led, the, led Zapalin. <laughs> and this this might make you this is a crazy thought. Those same kids who were the rebellious teenagers listening to rock music are in their sixties and seventies now. So just let that sink right. in. Um, and they're listening. They're listening to Led Zeppelin all day long. Yeah, and no one's no one's judging them for it because that Led Zeppelin's awesome. Uh, well, I am, but anyway, no Lord of the Rings <laughs> graphic novels. But also, I did see that they're putting out newer Witcher uh, graphic novels. So I'm I'm uh, I'm investing investing there. So well, new Geralt Witcher season. So of course, new Witcher season. Um, we might see yes. CD Projekt Red go back to Witcher Four since they're like when they took a step out. It didn't work, so let's go back to what we know and make. Do you think they'll do that? Why would they not make Witcher Four with books and comics and sh- TV shows popping? Why would they not make a game? Because didn't they say that three was the last one, or am I? Is that am I just making that up? Things change. Well, okay. <laughs> you know, when pandemic, when pandemic went out of business, they said Battlefront Three was never going to come out, and they were right. We got Battlefront One all over again, and it was terrible. Yeah, it was the Nostradamus <laughs> effect or whatever that is. I don't know. That might not be the right one. But that's um, funny. Speaking of of Battlefront One and Two, I want Dice to do the graphical work on a Star Wars game, but then do nothing else with it and have a different studio do the gameplay. Wouldn't that be awesome if you could have something like the old Battlefront devs come back, or at least people who know what we wanted out of a Battlefront game, make it and then just have Dice make the graphics for it? Because the sound design too, I forgot about that, and and the visuals for Battlefront 2 were incredible. It was the best Star Wars experience I think I've ever had for like the first 30 minutes. And then I got into multiplayer and I realized DICE <laughs> should never do anything besides Battlefield. But it did it, it was it was still cool looking and it was still amazing like an amazing experience to play for a short time. It's interesting thinking or looking back on when the battle the Battlefront that's not remake, reboot, so to speak. Was mm-hmm. that was that 20, 2015, 14? Something around there. Um, when that was was brewing and, and, you know, coming to the head of release, I remember one of the biggest uh, punchlines, for lack of better words, uh, was that, oh, it's Battlefield, but Star Wars. It's basically what and it is. Oh, I was just going to say, based on what you just said, would you agree or disagree with that statement? Because you just said that DICE should stick with Battlefield and and not much more. That's the thing, is as a Star Wars Battlefield game, they're both very fun. I enjoyed them. They're passable. The first game was kind of a... An unethical experience because they released it with like four maps, like it was just four maps, no single player, a couple game modes, and that was it. It was so it was like an early access game, and they were right. and they they released it for full price. That was not a very it was not very consumer friendly decision. I will say that the second game, however, is is definitely that it is a good Star Wars Battlefield game, and I think the my favorite joke of the time was it's a good Star Wars game, it's a terrible Battlefront game, and that's the it's true. Right. Battlefront was similar to Battlefield in that it was a multiplayer shooter, and that's kind of where these similarities end, right? You have the maps are sprawling, mostly. There's not a lot of tight corridor areas in most of the maps, except for a couple of them. But the main theme of Battlefront was the command posts. Every map had command posts. It's kind of like Capture the Flag, or I guess 
King of the Hill game modes in, in whatever shooter. I, I don't know what they call it, Domination mm-hmm. or whatever they call them in Call of Duty. I forget mm-hmm. what it's called mm-hmm. in Battlefield. But you capture these command posts, and instead of having a kills count, the first team to get to 100 kills or whatever, or, or a time limit, the map had reinforcements on each side. Right. And every time someone died, that number went down. And also, it passively went down based on the number of command posts your opponent, the opposing team had. You were draining each other's command posts, right? Or whatever, reinforcements. Right. So your other team could be dominating you in kills, but if you had all the command posts, you were still going to win. So it, there was right. these two different styles of play, and that mm. was it was so fun. It forced, it wasn't just people running around. It forced engagements because fighting on the command post was the most exciting part, so everyone did it. So it was like they magically made it so that people were playing the objective. There's in, in all the Call of Duties and Battlefields, there's always a problem in just casual pub games where people are just running around going for kills. They're not playing the objective. And so you end up losing because of that and whatever. Battlefront was magical in that it kind of convinced people to do that. The maps were so big that all the action mm. was focused around these. But then they also, the vehicles were in it too. And I know Battlefield does that now, but that was kind of novel at the time to have like all these spaceships flying around and tanks driving around. And mm. it had nothing to do with your your score, right? And in these new Battlefront games, you had to get a point value or, or find something on the map, like in the first one, to get it. And so there were people who would just stand there next to the spawn waiting for right, the token. Were, yeah, yeah, the vehicle token, the hero tokens mm-hmm. and the vehicle tokens. That was rough. So the vehicles did spawn in the Battlefront games, but they spawned so frequently that everyone got a chance to be in one. There was just vehicles everywhere, right? It was it was very cool. That It was just a very exciting thing. And um, they weren't overpowered like Battlefield tanks. They could be taken down pretty quickly if you had a guy with a rocket launcher. He could just a couple hits and he's taking a tank out. It was very Classic. balanced. And, uh, no, it's good. I'm not sure if uh, if I may if I may hop in super quick. Uh, I've been sending you not a copious amount, a few memes the past couple days in regards to Battlefield specifically, mm-hmm. and the lack of Battlefield Six re- uh, reveal that we have currently. Um, so I'm not sure if you saw this. The, I can't remember if it was yesterday or within the past. Uh, I don't know, three to four days. Well, no, let me back up. The past two or so weeks, there have been uh, quote-unquote leaks of some kind uh, in regards to Battlefield Six. One of them was like a uh, concept art and then like leaked images, like in-game footage that resembled that concept art, blah, 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 yet to be confirmed or denied. But recently, within the past two to three days, there was quote-unquote, it was the leaked trailer audio for the upcoming Battlefield 6 like teaser trailer. Hmm. So out there on the internet apparently you can just listen to the teaser trailer audio of the supposed Battlefield 6 uh, trailer which I think is really interesting. I just would like the trailer. They could they could give me a muted trailer and I would view that and I would be just as happy. Well, you could just view the muted trailer and play the sound of the trailer at the same time and have the real trailer. I'll listen to the black keys and watch a muted trailer. I think that would be just as fine. No, I, I, you know, Battlefield Six could be. Co- I'm. Sh- I mean, it's coming. We know that for sure. Oh, it's always coming, bub. Uh, Dice is just not. I mean, EA is not going to release a Battlefield game. It's just not not going to release one. You know, it's it's guaranteed Correct. that they will. Um, it's their big money maker. So yeah, uh, Battlefield games are always fun. I've always enjoyed them. I've never like hardcore played them because, as you know, I'm not a huge shooter player. 
FPS player, but mm. I, I've always dabbled in them. They're, they're they can be more enjoyable than Call of Duty at parts, and then in some some cases they can be less enjoyable, where you're spawning and dying, spawning and dying, spawning and dying to a tank or something. Um, but I'm also not in very good. Yeah, interesting. But I'm also not very good. But I mean, did you remember the Battlefield One memes of people just dying to tanks over and over again? <laughs> Uh, maybe like Battlefield One as of like four years ago or whenever it came out. It's just like the way that the spawns work in some of these FPS games. They don't, so they don't like the spawns flip right in some cases. But in in Battlefield games and a lot of game modes, they they're static, right? You spawn onto other people or you mm. spawn onto like your base or whatever. They don't change, and so spawn campers can do it so effectively in that game. Which I mean, they do it effectively in every shooter because I don't think any developers ever figured out how to do spawns right. I'm people, oh. I think people spawn behind me in every shooter I've ever played, so I think that's that's just a problem all the developers share. But interesting. No, I Battlefield games are always cool because they're a spectacle. You know, it's like you're in a in a movie when you're playing. Yeah. Uh, well, this, yeah, and, and with with this one, I'm not sure if we touched on this last time, but they're supposedly. Uh, supposedly larger weather uh, elements at play in six that will change the dynamic of the map that you're playing on. Uh, so like in the, in the battlefield four, I can't remember the name of the map. Oh, it was, it was Paracel storm. It was a map that like started off like, you know, in this tropical, you know, oceany region, but then a, a tropical storm would roll in and it would just be all thunderstorms and craziness. It was really cool. So apparently in like six that, they're taking that concept and adding more destruction with it. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that's all just secondhand information that I'm spouting off. But no, big, that, big, that's really big, cool. Big fan. Big fan. My favorite thing about Battlefield is that tr they try to evolve and adapt the the genre, right? Call of Duty is just the same thing every time. But Battlefield, they actually try to be creative with things like that. Like, remember, I forget which Battlefield game it was. It was a while ago. But the map that had the big dam that you could break apart and then the whole map yep, would become yep, flooded. Yep, yep, yep. Stuff like that is so cool. Destructible environments, ma massive maps. There's vehicles everywhere. It, it's 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 definitely a spectacle. Um, though people who are really good at Battlefield are so frustrating to play against because you just die <laughs> over and over again. Sure. And uh, in Call of Duty, you can just pick up whatever weapon is overpowered and do well in a game. But you can't really do that in Battlefield. You have to know what you're doing, which it's I a don't. Vibe. But it's the same thing. I mean that they do that well. Dice is amazing when it comes to the environments, the visuals, the sound, the the spectacle, the experience of playing the game. And it's the same with the new Battlefront games. Whatever you want to say about the gameplay, that they, they did that amazing. I mean, even the space battles, hearing all the sounds, being in a, in a fighter or being on the ground, it, it's so incredible. So they, I feel like that whoever. The, the development teams are for dice that handle the the visuals and the sound probably the, one of the best in the industry i think i don't think i think they're unrivaled and especially for just first person shooters for sure but no should be good it'll be next gen only right i that was the rumor i don't think that's been confirmed yet but again i'm safe i made an investment i have my ticket in <laughs> hey i'm always safe when you have a PC, you're always safe. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> How about this? How about this? How about this? Netflix League of Legends animated event series. Yeah, I, I, I saw that one. Um, 
so I think you know this that I've played League of Legends since beta. I've played it for a long time, and I still mm-hmm. occasionally get on to play a few matches with my buddy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't play it religiously anymore. But have you seen any of the League of Legends music videos? Have you seen any of them? No. Okay, I have some to show you. you I, I scoff because I, I didn't know they existed, not because I think it's stupid. So people joke about Riot Games, people who make League of Legends, have joked for years that they're terrible developers and their game sucks. Mostly the people who play the game religiously, which is ironic. Oh my. Um, it's it, People who play the game the most always complain about the games they play. But anyway, so but the music videos are ridiculously good. So there's been this meme for the past couple of years that Riot Games is actually a music studio just pretending to be a game developer. So, oh, and now now all the memes are, man, the music development studio Riot Games is becoming a it's becoming a film studio. It's just the jokes evolving. So I, I find that funny. Interesting. Um, did you did you uh, see this teaser trailer for this uh, yeah. thing? I saw it on Twitter. What do you, what are your what are your thoughts about the whole idea of that being an adaptation? So about five years ago, I think at this point, before this, League of Legends was just a MOBA. You played, you, you logged on, you played, you, you killed people, you died. You, you played, you lost, you moved on. Right. The lore was about as non-existent as you can get. Every character had like a paragraph, and it was the most like they had an intern write it. You know, like it was that kind of stuff. There was no thought put into any of it. There was no unified area. The lore used to be that all of these characters were like legends from various worlds and we were summoners as the player pretend like controlling them. They got rid of that. But now they've got this like world built now with different factions and all these characters come from them and they have some of them hate each other, some of them are friends, some of them are married. It's it's crazy what they're doing with it. Who which ones are married? Um well, are they on? Are they on opposite teams? No. Well, they can oh. be. I mean, they can be. You can pick any character you want. But Lucian and Senna are two of them. Senna was actually dead in the lore for a while, but then they brought her back to make her a character. So it's right games. They do whatever they want. Cool. <laughs> it's really funny though to take the newest character they created for the game and then compare it to one of the originals. How different they're designed. How the original character's lore is just like. This is an armadillo. He rolls around and <laughs> he has an armadillo. And he rolls and he gains movement speed while he rolls. And if he hits somebody, they don't move for a little bit. And that's the character. And then you have this new character who dashes around like 600 times, has self healing, shielding, has all this amazing damage, and does these crazy combos. And then on the other side, you still have this armadillo rolling around and they're in the same game. Armadillo. And it just doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like it matches up, right? Is it an actual armadillo? Yeah. I, let me show you a Hang picture on, of him. No, I'll Google it. You continue talking. It's too late. I already found a picture. I can do both, Josh. Oh, gosh. Why do I try? Why am I here? This should be a one-man show. He's like he's like a... I don't know about that one. He, look. See? There. I put a picture in the Discord. Can you see it? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on, he says. He's pulling it up. So he's like an armadillo turtle. He's really cool. That uh, that's an armadillo turtle. He has one voice line, and it's okay. Literally, he, he just, just goes, says he just says okay, 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 okay. That's all he says. And can you do that one more time for me? No. Oh. And, and his abilities. So a moba. Every character has four abilities, right? One of them is an ultimate, 
which is okay. I, I just did quote fingers in the air. I know the viewers can't right. see that. I, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Um, just means it has a longer cooldown. It does something cool. Is all it means. And you use them to kill other players. His abilities are he rolls. He can make himself tankier, which means harder to kill. And he can taunt somebody to force them to attack him for a short time. And then his ultimate, he creates like a small earthquake around him that just does periodic damage. And all of his abilities are like one sentence long describing what they do. The new champions have like essays for each ability explaining how they work and how it, it, this, it's definitely different. They spend way more time on the champions. But speaking of spending time, you're talking about them making an anime. They also just released a card game recently. They also made their game mobile. They released a new game mode called Team Fight Tactics, which is a play on the auto chess genre, which I know you've never played. But it's like a no. There was one a game called Dota Underworlds, which came out or whatever. So there's Dota Auto Chess was the first one, which is okay. another game. They're making a beat 'em up. They're making a fighting game. They're making okay. a uh, an RPG, I think. They, oh, they recently this is all League of Legends. This is all Riot Games making all this. Most of these, oh. all of these games I've said so far have been in the same universe. They also made Valorant, which I know you've heard of. That's yes, the CS:GO yes, yes. type game. Yes, yes, yes. Riot Games got so fed up with the joke of everyone making fun of them for being Riot Games, even though they had only had one game, that they just went ballistic and made like thirty. Um, they're going. That nuts. doesn't sound like the right approach. <laughs> they're going. Now they're making this anime thing. They're also apparently making, and they're still making music videos, and apparently a movie. So and they're still making music videos. You said. So oh. I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. They've. I don't know how they're doing all of this. At this, I mean, like this kind of happened with Blizzard, the people who made World of Warcraft. They made Overwatch. They made Heroes of the. So they made Overwatch a shooter. They already had World of Warcraft an MMO. They made a card game, Hearthstone. They made, they have Diablo, which was a, a RPG, top down, button mash RPG. They made uh, Starcraft an RTS, and they've been making RTS games, but they just keep going. You know, they just keep making more games. Mm. different genres they just want to dominate every single genre and it seems like riot games is trying to get in on that action as well they're just going to touch every genre not to i get what i mean with their ip as big as it is league of legends despite all of this league of legends is still like consistently in the top 10 streamed games always with a consistent fan base um i'm not the only one who's been playing this game for 10 11 years now but the game is it's com- too many. It's too many years. Sorry, I mean, I'm doing. Yeah, it, it put it. I mean, like I said, it, it's it's like a Call of Duty. You you load it up, you play a 30 minute match, you turn it off, you go do something else. You know, it's not like a a game that requires hours of your attention. It's just it's one of those multiplayer games you just boot it up for a short time, and and it's it's addictingly fun in that because there's so many different characters, the every match is is different. The what's you're gonna you're gonna be facing five champions. There's five champions on your team. They all have four different abilities, and so. And, and you know, I've gotten quite decent at it, playing it for eleven years. You're bound to get decent at anything you do for eleven years. But I that you know what that was a bold statement, but I I want to agree with you. If you eleven years, I would hope you would improve in some way. You're going to improve in some way. You're not going to be as bad as you were when you started. That's a good take, I think. We'll just say that. I think no. I think that's I think that's a, a very encouraging a very encouraging thing to say. Um, <laughs> if, if you I, I go ahead. If you do something for eleven years, you won't be as bad as when you started. 
It's about well, as lame yeah. of a, a encouragement as can be. Better than nothing, I guess. I, I have I have one one thing that I, I thought we would do for funsies before we close up. But do you have do you have anything else? Anything else you're gonna slap me with? Uh no, not I don't. Do you exhaust exhaust your list there? I mean, you, you are calling it an anime, so it's a little tilting that you're calling it an. <laughs> Did I call it an anime? Yeah. No, I said I said in the spirit of animes or something. It's an animated series. No, I, I, that's what a. Uh, I, I copied that headline from the interwebs. Those were not my words. Are we going to have to do an episode on the difference between animation and anime, Josh? I think we are. I'm not. I'm not going to be present. <laughs> all no. Right, no. No. All right, all right, all right. Okay. <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Enough joking around. I'm taking control. No, so as we close, I just thought uh, for funsies, we can go through this list that was put out within the past two or three weeks, I think, of the uh, quote-unquote official Marvel Phase 4 film Slate for the uh, upcoming uh, slate of films. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think the best way to do this is I will, one by one, name off the films in, you know, the presumedly uh, order of release, and you can go... Yay for you're looking forward to it, or meh for I'll maybe watch it on Disney Plus if it's on there. Does that make sense? I'm ready. Should we start? Go ahead. All right. Number one, Black Widow. Yay. Okay. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I, I don't know enough about it. That's I, too much talking. But that, that's my I'm I'll say maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, great. Uh Eternals. Uh, meh. Oh, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Yay. Yeah, that's right. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yay, of course. Thor, Love and Thunder. Yay, of course. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Actually, yay. I'm I'm really surprised. I don't know what they're going to do with it, but I guess we'll see. The Marvels. I don't even know what that is. Meh. Meh. Technically, Captain Marvel 2. Okay, then no. Ew. Oh, uh... Ant-Man, wait, hang on. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Of course. Those are my first top two movies of Marvel. You already know what I'm going to say to that one. Oh my gosh. I can't believe that Captain Marvel and Guardians of the Galaxy 3 are your top favorite movies. <laughs> I made Captain it funny. Did you, did you notice I made it funny? Did you notice I made it funny? You made you made a, you made a make me want to puke funny. Captain Marvel oh, was my bottom, if you remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all remember. Ollie from Great Britain remembers too. He's listening, maybe. Um, what did he no, think? I forgot. Still... What, what was his opinion on it? I forgot. Did he? He like... thinks it's he thinks it's hot water garbage, kind of like you. I think it's fine. And the second one can only be even finer. Dare I say? You think it's? Can fine. I say that? So it will be fine. I'm not going to go on a rant because I definitely could. please don't. <laughs> but I will. Uh, leave you with the joke that I think I've said before, but I, I love saying this joke. Uh. Captain Marvel gets her power from the Tesseract, but she only gets a portion of it, right? Only a bit of it goes into her. She's able to be the most powerful character when Vision, who is an entire stone, is weaker than a dude with a spear. Joke over. Well, as the crowd calms down from their laughing fit... Allow me to wrap us up by me sharing my three most favorited looking forward to films out of that slate. Go ahead. I'm ready. Thank you. Um, hmm, now I have to think about it. Hmm. You know, ah, 
Black Widow. I'm really excited about Black Widow, but she's dead. Spoiler. And also that was supposed to come out a year ago. Um, looking forward to Shang-Chi. He goes, yeah, and punches people real good. Looking forward to Eternals. They're kind of like the space, uh, space, uh, space gods type thing. Spider-Man's a classic. Love Doctor Strange. Love Thor. Looking forward to Wakanda. Captain Marvel. I could, I can, I it should be fine. Love Paul Rudd. Guardians 3. I'm going to go in no specific order. My three most favorited looking forward to films out of the slate. Number one, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. No applause. You're not going to clap for me. I mean, I'm. I want to see it too. You already heard All my right. reaction. Uh, number two, I, I feel like Spider Man is too easy. Um, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave Spider Man out for this because leave Spider Man out. No, because of course, of course, you I'm get out. To seeing, of course, <laughs> shut up. Of course, I'm looking forward to seeing Spider Man. I'm not gonna include it though. Uh, multi uh, Doctor Strange, Ant Man, Quantum Mania. I mean, what a dope title. Ant-Man movies um, are always a good time. They always are. I know. I know. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to throw in, uh, again, I feel like Thor is an easy answer, too. Um, it's a toss-up between Shang-Chi and Eternals. So I, I just looked up Eternals. I was thinking of something else. It, it does look good. I like sci-fi. Um, yep. Let's, let's just hope it's good. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Eternals. Uh, I read a comic run of the Eternals within the past year. I can't remember which one it was. It was really good. I like the vibe. I I mean the the universe is only expanding and getting weirder and awesomer. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Doctor Strange, Ant Man and Eternals. And with that, I think I've said my piece. Mass Effect in five days. I broke your rule again. Okay. This has been the Great of Those Podcast where we talk about Mass Effect and sometimes other things. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Hey, leave a leave a review or like stars or whatever you want to do on the iTunes, on the Spotify's, on the Googles. We're here. We like to talk. And play Mass Effect. Hello.